Welcome to the Naturopath Next Door podcast, an unfiltered health, wellness, and lifestyle podcast without the fluff. I'm your host, Pam, naturopath, nutritionist, personal trainer, and owner of Pam Heard Naturopath. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Naturopath Next Door. So today I'm joined with Angie Bath, who is the owner of the Active Sisters. Hello, Angie. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I um, have a little bit of a strained voice box from doing a lot of aerobics classes this week. So if I sound a little bit funny, I promise I'm good. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we've spoken about you and how many classes you've done and you should really try and cut back a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely have in the past, but it's just been one of those weeks where um, we've had a lot going on and we've I've had to put in the work this week. So um, my voice is a little bit straight. <laughs> so can yeah, you like tell to a concert? Yeah, you dare screaming. Yeah, that's it. Can you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So um, I am 35. I just had my birthday last week. Um, I am a fitness um, instructor and personal trainer, and I've been in the industry now for 12 years. Um, I own a business called The Active Sisters, and we are a female-only studio located in Recliffe, and we are also now online. I come from a background of allied health um, and business, and I did that for also 12 years alongside um, being a trainer. And only recently did I step out of that space and became 100% uh, the active sisters. Yeah, awesome. So one of your big things with your fitness journey was actually dance fitness. Can you tell us how that came about? Yes, I somehow. So I actually am still um, doing dance fitness to this day, and that's probably what the Active Sisters is really well known for um, with our classes. So I became a dance fitness instructor. I always loved dance growing up, so I was never academic. I did dance, drama, art, and sport, and I was very um, unwell as a teenager. I had uh, depression and I also had severe endometriosis. So when I was 15, I was diagnosed with uh, the severe endo and they said I was probably um, one of the worst cases that they had seen in Queensland for my age. Um, And, yeah, so because of that, I had to take a lot of uh, medication to um, obviously stop my period. And I ended up doubling my body size. So from the age of 16 to 19, I was, yeah, very depressed. Um, I was always sick. My immune system was constantly run down. um, And I was not confident. I, I hated photos. I hated going out. I hated getting new clothes, all those sort of things. So um, I hit rock bottom when I was 19 um, and I went through a really bad um, depressive um, part of my life and it was very, very dark. And I um, decided that I needed to do something. And I had this day where I basically said to myself that I was going to become the best that I could be. 
And um, every day I was going to work towards that because I either had one option and that was either to try to get better um, or um, the other option and that would have led to me not being here today. So I started off um, obviously with fitness because that was a big part of um, trying to get healthier and feel better about myself. And I started at the gym and I joined a gym and I met a personal trainer who said to me that for me to lose weight, I needed to be doing this program, which was five days a week. It was um, a one hour session and um, I was at, I was so pumped to do it because I was like, yep, I want to lose weight. I was eager. I was, everything was so keen to do this session, these sessions. And I started at the gym and, um, you know, the first couple of weeks I was slogging myself. I was doing the five days and then all of a sudden, you know, work happened and I was in a very successful role at the time and I missed one session at the gym. And it really started this negative mindset that, you know, oh, I've missed a session. I felt all this guilt and stuff like that around it. And I basically um, discredited the four great sessions that I had done. As the weeks went by, um, I'd missed a couple more sessions. And I, I guess my mindset one, I was not enjoying the sessions that I was doing at the gym because like I hated the bike and things like that. And they're a part of it. So a part of me, my mindset about going to the gym was it was easier to not go to the gym as well. Cause I didn't enjoy going there. And then when I wouldn't go there, I basically felt shit about myself. So pretty much two months into that, I quit the gym. Um, and then for a couple more months, I felt really crap about myself. I then basically kicked myself in the ass again and said, all right, you need to do something. So I ordered Ozstyle aerobics. Now, the reason I ordered Ozstyle aerobics DVDs was because I loved dancing growing up and I loved that aerobics sort of style. I used to watch it on the TV. And so I made this commitment of just doing these videos and working out for 15 minutes a day. And I was really excited and I put them on and basically that was the start of my journey. I would get up every morning um, in my own home environment. I would just put on a decent sports bra and I would work out for 15 minutes a day. I did that for a while and I started to really see results uh, physically, but I also mentally I felt so much better like I was excited I had a bit of life back about me um you know and even in my career like the movement was helping me mentally as well so that sort of started but then I got, I got a little bit bored of the Ozstyle um aerobics because they were very old school and I was pretty young at that time so what I decided to do was just pick three songs um three of my favorite songs and every morning I would just go all right I'm going to work on five minutes of legs and I'm going to make up my own stuff and arms and a bit of body and I mix it up every day just keeping that 15 minute um consistency and then I guess I just fell in love with creating um these this choreography basically and I was excited to make up my own sort of aerobic style dance fitness and yeah and then um I started to I actually lost a lot of weight a lot um 
and I wasn't, my diet wasn't even that dramatic at that time. Um, I wasn't, I've never been a calorie counter, um, even to this day. Um, and so for me, I, cause I was starting to feel so good. I became really intrigued about, um, nutrition and, you know, cause I, the thing I was, I was very sick. So like I had chronic fatigue, I had endometriosis. Um, there was all these things that I'd had. So I started looking at food in regards to things that would help my chronic fatigue or things that would help my inflammation. So it became like nutritional medicine basically. And I got, I loved that. And I fell in love with that. And I was at a work event and we're at an expo and there was a college there. And the girls at my that I work said, oh, why don't you go speak to them about certificate, like becoming a trainer? And I was like, oh, you know, like it actually wasn't something that I ever thought I would do. And but I did. And I went and spoke to them and it was a prestigious uh, college. So it was Max International College. And I had an interview with them um, to enter now. I just want to kind of give you an idea of this college. Like you had to wear a business suit to this fitness college and it was like an army style college. They were exercise physiologists. They came from a business background. Rowena, um, the founder, does motivational speaking all around the world to inspire people to move. So they really wanted the, the professional side of fitness. So, yeah, I... Um, I, I was able to get a place at this college and I just fell in love with the body. And I, growing up, I, I was dyslexic. So like I said, I was never academic because I was dyslexic. But for some reason, when it came to studying the body, it was the first time I actually felt smart and I felt like I, um, I understood it, you know, and I, I was able to basically learn it. So that for me um, kind of I was, yeah, I enjoyed going to, to college. And then um, once I got my so certificate three, so I did a diploma, but as soon as I did my cert three, I um, started training. I, I got a dance hall um, and I basically would start doing my dance fitness at this school and I would charge $10 a session and people were coming and people were loving my, my dance fitness stuff, you know, and that was, that was very, very cool for me. Um, and that was, God, that was eight years ago. Do you think the dance fitness is so, um, uh, so successful because of, you know, the fact that you don't actually feel like you're exercising? Yeah, definitely. I mean, one, you have music, right? So music is something that um, helps release endorphins. So it's another thing. And so it, you're having fun. So you almost forget that you're exercising and you forget that you are working out, even though it's a, it's pretty hard. And, um, but one of the things that I've always focused on too, is that I'm not a very coordinated person. So the tracks that I was making, I kind of made this rule that I wouldn't do any more than four to five movements per track because I wanted, well, one for me, like I said, I was never coordinated, but I wanted anyone who was following me to be able to get 
the most energy out of it as well. So um, they didn't feel like the whole time, like, oh my God, what am I doing? I can't pick this up. They just, they were just moving. So yeah, I think it's, it's been very successful because it's a sense of release. And I think that we, as females and even males, we have always got so much going on and that just to have a bit of fun because I feel like life can be just so serious all the time. You know, you've got to be on the ball and, and things like that. So having that half an hour where you can kind of just come in, have some fun, feel like you've got a great workout. Um, yeah, it's, I think that's probably why it's been so successful. And I've seen it grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, you know, fitness doesn't always have to be burpees and running laps, right? No. And you know what? It's funny because when I first started my business, I had this, I hated burpees. So I had a no burpee policy. And I can't tell you how many people were so excited when I would tell them that when they would enter my studio. Um, but I guess the other thing as well is, you know, like when I first started, I, I wasn't able to do a lot of fitness things. So I wasn't able to um, do proper strength training, um, you know, so there, I wasn't able to run. Um, there was all these things, but I was able to do aerobics and that led me in my movement. But once I got confident with that, once I got fitter with that, once I got better balance, you know, all those things that came with that, I then started exploring strength. I then started exploring running. So it led me on a fitness journey by starting with something that I could do, something that was fun and something that I enjoyed doing, you know? So do you find that most people do start with the dance fitness if they haven't been or stepped into a gym for a very long time or even at all? No, actually I don't. I, I think sometimes people think they hear the word dance and they get um, scared and think, oh my God, Strippers? what am I going to be doing? <laughs> yeah, they do. They get it. <laughs> yes. yes, that. No, they do. And I think um, the other thing as well is it, it can be quite daunting entering a class and not knowing what's going to happen and feeling like when you're already struggling with a, a bit of self-confidence, putting yourself out there in a class environment is a huge thing to do. And then if you say the word dance and you've never kind of really done dance before, um, that can be quite scary. But then you've got other people that start with that and they fall in love with it. So I guess it's that, but I can promise, like I've been a trainer for a very long time and I've worked with so many different women um, and I've pushed them to just come and try it. And, you know, they then fell in love with it and then it led them on another journey again. So, yeah. So do you have any tips for people that are just starting out with exercise? When you're sort of starting your fitness journey, especially if you're trying to change um, your, your, your lifestyle and everything like that, just focus on one thing. So especially for the first four weeks, like if you haven't been doing exercise and you haven't really had the best, uh, I say, diet, focus on your exercise for four weeks and focus on just getting moving. And then because the thing is like when someone says to you, all right, you can't eat this and you've got to do this and you've got to do that, that is so overwhelming. And to have just to start with movement, when you start to feel better, rather than like thinking that you can't have something, you actually consciously make that decision of, you know what, 
I don't actually feel like McDonald's today because I'm feeling good. I'm, And so you are making that decision. So it comes down to switching those um, switches in your mindset too. So my first advice is to start with just one thing if you're starting out. Um, and then the other thing would be just starting simple. Like, like I said, I started off with 15 minutes. You know, it wasn't about trying to fit in an hour of my day because that was not realistic with my lifestyle and it set me up for failure. And I think it's really important to start with what you can do. And when, so say, for example, you say, I'm going to do 15 minutes and you make that commitment, get up and do it. And actually tick it off because that's going to help build your self-confidence because what happens if you sort of say I'm going to do this and you set out a plan and then you don't you don't do it instantly you're going to feel like crap you know what I mean but to build your confidence you've got to tick things off so you've got to have a little bit of discipline there and that's why it's so important to set realistic time goals around what you can do with movement Um, Yeah. So just on that as well, like, you you know, sometimes people feel that they can't actually fit that into their life. But one of the exercises that I do with some people um, in clinic is I do 15 minute increments for a 24 hour period. Right. And then you write down how you feel those increments and then you can actually see how much you're procrastinating or wasting time. Um, So then you can actually go, all right, I do have time for this. It's just a matter about switching a few things around and making it a priority. Yes. And you know what? I also think it's not about how much time you have is what you do with your time because you can go to the gym, right? And go, all right, I'm going to go to the gym. You have no idea what you're going to go to the gym, but you just kind of blase in and you do this and that. You are better off going, all right, I've got half an hour. This is what I'm going to go do and push yourself for half an hour because you're going to get way better results in shorter time. You know what I mean? Like, I swear to God, if you do a 15-minute Tabata workout or a HIIT workout compared to an hour where you're just kind of doing bits in that, you're going to feel better from those 15 minutes rather than that hour. So, yeah, that's really um, quite important about it's what you do with your time. Yeah, and I think um, if you – I think with movement and starting out, if you love playing tennis – go play tennis if you enjoy walking go walking you know what I mean because I think you've got to find something that you actually enjoy and that's gonna help get you started you know what I mean because it's it's what get you started and like I said that's what put me on my fitness journey I started with something that I enjoyed doing and then that led me into doing other things and your goals change so they start and then they change. So you work with those goals as you change and and know why you're doing things too because for me, my biggest driver was I was sick and tired of feeling like shit. Like honestly, that was my driver and, and when I started to feel better and love who I was and loved how I was feeling, my driver became I never want to feel like that again. So my driver became different too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I personally don't go to the gym to for any kind of look. That's just a side effect um, of it. I purely yes. go for a mental health perspective. Um, yes. And, yes, like the social interaction of obviously what a class offers as well because we like to, you know, have a bit of fun and joke around and, 
you know, today we did bicep curls and I was like, why do I need to do a bicep curl? You know? like, <laughs> but yeah, no. it's, it's all good fun. Yeah, it is. And you know what? Like I love our studio because we are a female only studio and we have a range of women from all walks of life. And it's just such a nice atmosphere because everyone does talk to each other and no one really knows each other. And, you know, when I first started my business, I'd look around and be my friends. And now when I look at my business and I walk in there, it's, it's a very, it's cool because I, half of these people, they're clients now, you know, and we've really created this nice community too. So do you like seeing people as well? Obviously it would bring you joy when you see somebody from where they start to say like three months down the track, you know, just from not only a fitness, but also from um, a mental health point of view. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, that is probably one of my favorite things about being a trainer. And I've actually just even started saying to my girls, because I, I do work with a lot of beginners, especially with personal training and getting them to feel confident and teaching them exercise before they even join a class for some of them. And, you know, there's people that come in and they don't have, they don't have confidence and they've got a lot of stuff going on. And my goal as a trainer is to help someone, I guess, believe in themselves and go, oh my God, I didn't realize I could do that. And the more they do those little things, then it builds up this resilience, you know what I mean? Of, hey, I can actually, I can do this or I could do that. And so that's, that's a really cool thing. To be honest, like I've never been like exactly like what you were saying, you can be a size eight and be very miserable and you can be a size 16 and full of confidence. You know what I mean? And the thing is your body, like your body will follow, but it's how you are as a person. And I think exercise is just a tool that helps you with your mental health. And it, it helps you, especially if you enjoy doing it, enjoy what you're doing. It's going to help you with your career, your relationship. I've had people quit their jobs because they've built confidence, you know, like there's just so much, so many things that have come from it. And the other thing as well, I, I've even said to the girls recently, I wish I would record my first session with them because, you know, I've got girls that even struggle to lift dumbbells or do things like that. And then six weeks later, you got that 20, got 20 kilos on their back, you know, and that's a really cool thing to see. So, yeah. People forget um, like where they started and how far they yes. come because sometimes they're so fixated on like, oh, fuck, I haven't lost that five kilos that I wanted to. <laughs> um, but they forget like, you know, I couldn't, like you're saying, I couldn't lift that three months ago, but now I can. Yes, and I think that's the thing is like we can get so obsessed with getting to a number mm. um, rather than just going, you know what, I actually feel good. And I think that's the thing. If you obsess on I have to get to 68 kilos, right, and say you're quite a bigger person, you discredit every single thing that you are doing to get to that number. And if you get to 69 in your head mentally, you are still not okay do you know what I mean? And I think that's the thing is to throw that away and to create some different um, sense of achievements as well. Like you were saying, like, I think that's so important when you're starting on a fitness journey. Yeah. And you know what, like being a trainer, like I said, I came, I was a very, I was very unwell mentally and physically. And um, it's just led me on a different journey. And my life now, if, if I look back, like it has been such a big journey. It's 
it's just not what I ever would have imagined, you know, and it just started by making that conscious decision that I had to do something to feel better and sticking to that and knowing, you know, what, like I said, what my driver was that why I was doing it. And yeah, my life's so different now. Like it's amazing. Yeah. And I think you touched on a point there is just being consistent with it. It's like anything that you just have to keep, keep going. And, you know, we all have days where you go, oh my God, I really don't want to go today. I'm tired. I can't be bothered. But then you walk out of that session, you go far out. I am so glad I did that because I feel 10 times better than when I walked in here. I, even now, like I have a toolkit too. So like you, I think the more you do it, the more you get thing of like, whether or not you are having one of those days, you might not go to your normal go-to. It could be that you just do something, but it might be something different, but you are, like you said, you're going to feel better. So yeah. And you build that as you go. And I, there is no one that says, walks out of a workout and goes, oh, I feel worse than I did before. I always, I like, I, you know, like you always feel better, you know? So So what else is in your toolkit if we don't feel like going to the gym? Like what other suggestions do you have? Um, So one of my things that I, I do, I have quirky daily rituals. Um, I love, I love looking at motivational quotes, you know, obviously for me, I do a lot of mindset stuff and I love looking at motivational quotes, especially on social media. There's so much stuff that we see like on a, it's like a computer, our eyes, right? So I purposely go onto Pinterest and I find things that motivate me or, um, yeah, I don't know if I've just kind of built this resilience now that I just know that I need to, I need to do it because I am going to feel better as well. Yeah, I mean, definitely just go and do it. I listen to your body though. There's two aspects of that, right? Like if you are feeling completely tired or when you're first starting out, your DOMS is like crazy and you feel like, you know, you can't <laughs> do weights again, then maybe just go for a walk instead to loosen yes, up. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Or the whole theme of I've got the flu, I need to sweat it out. No, no. that's the worst thing that you could do to your immune system. Stay away. I know, no. I know. <laughs> So do you have any other tips um, to help people around, you know, from a motivational and self-confidence point of view? Yeah, I think it's planning as well. So like I said before is, you know, creating a bit of a plan. So looking, writing it down, not just having it in your head of, all right, this week I'm going to do this, right? Because if you have it written down and it's clear and it fits within your schedule, it's like a meeting that you are setting for yourself. So I think that's really important too. And ticking it off, ticking it off like any other task that you needed to get to, to do. I think the other thing as well is to find your why, not just like, I want to lose weight. Well, why do you want to lose weight? Oh, I just want to, you know, like really get into that why and deep and touch on that emotional stuff because I feel like sometimes we get scared to even touch on that emotional stuff, but it's that emotional stuff that is going to actually get you to a better point in your life if you really sort of go, okay, you we spend more time running away from things than we do facing it. So I think sometimes just face your challenge. And I think, like I said, just find things that to start that you enjoy doing, um, even getting maybe a friend to start off with you or finding someone that, you know, also would like to do something. But 
again, being really specific on your goal because I can I have seen sometimes when you start off with someone, if you rely on that person and they say skip on you, you won't go. So it's really important that you still do things by yourself and that you are doing it for yourself as well. Um, that would probably be my most simplest things, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I know that obviously you really focus on that when you are doing a challenge as well, whether it's a four or six week challenge to try and get people to understand their why a little bit more. Yes, definitely. I think you have to, I think you need to know why you were doing something because otherwise when it finishes, you just go back to exactly what you were doing. You know what I mean? And then you start this yo-yo. So it's like, yeah, I feel good. Now I feel shit. Now I feel good. Now I feel shit. Yeah, it's getting off the hamster wheel and being consistent for the rest of your life. That's your body. It's worse, you know. So, yeah, I think it's a journey and and not getting fixated on numbers and, and things like that is so important. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. If people want to know more about you, where can they find you? Um, if I go to www.theactivesisters.com, so we do online as well as in the studio. We've got some programs that are coming up. Um, yeah, and we're also on YouTube. So we do free 15-minute workouts on YouTube every single week um, under the Active Sisters, and that's a bit of everything, dance, fitness, boxing. Awesome. I'll drop the links down below as well. We also have a really exciting announcement that we are going to start collaborating and we are going to be doing a Get Starter program. So getting you into moving and also helping you with your nutrition. Yes, I'm so excited for this collaboration. Um, So our Get Started program, we are both building that in the background right now, which is really, really exciting. And I guess we wanted to do like a 30-day Get Started program. It's not a challenge where you stop and start. It's a 30-day focus program that's going to get you started and get you into other things. So it's really exciting. Awesome. Thanks so much, Ange, for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Naturopath Next Door podcast. If you are loving what you're hearing, I would really appreciate it if you hit subscribe and leave a short review. Also, if you've learned something this episode, make sure that you share it on your Instagram stories and tag me, Pam underscore naturopath. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a really good day and I will catch you next week on The Naturopath Next Door. Next Door.